Hey guys, welcome back to the channel, Intimacy Liberation Army, where we teach you how to date more, date better. Today's topic is how to use positive thinking to increase your resilience. So resilience is defined as your ability to navigate and recover from the challenges and hardships we've experienced in life. It's our capacity to deal with and overcome stressful and difficult experiences versus allowing stressful and difficult experiences to overcome us. There's a number, number of aspects that contribute to uh, the development of resilient mindset, one of the most significant being positive thinking. There's a whole bunch of research. Positive psychology started a while back. Uh, Martin Seligman and um, uh, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, they, they got together and they started building this new form of psychology called positive psychology. Uh, if you haven't watched the TED Talk on... Uh, positive psychology when Seligman went up and did this whole thing uh, please watch it it's it's an amazing uh, explanation of how Seligman decided that the entire field of psychology was trash even though he was the head of the APA and then uh, and then he started creating new research and new things so that uh, we could get better not only get out of being worse and that it was pretty cool so um, check that out but the new research in that field has found that positive thoughts and positive emotions, they can strongly influence your, your happiness and then also your sense of well-being and your kind of satisfaction in life. And it can lead to what Seligman calls flourishing, uh, which is, you know, living and, and thriving rather than sort of just coping with, you know, the, the negative parts. Like, like his theory is that you can, the, the same things that go from depressed to zero, uh, all the tactics that move you from there to there uh, are n not the same tactics that move you from zero to super happy, right? So, um, uh, like I said, check that thing out. But it, basically, the positive thoughts can actually make you thrive, make you flourish, and the uh, and it's still a different... Uh, set of coping behaviors and set of strategies than pulling you out of depression, pulling you out of anxiety and stuff. So essentially, positive thoughts feed positive perspectives, which better equip us mentally to overcome challenges. When we think positively, we approach situations with more hope and we feel more like empowered and uh, capable and we tend to embrace the challenges that we come across way more openly and then we feel more empowered to take action and it kind of builds upon itself and it makes you kind of catapult into more action more positive reference experiences more excellent results and then it, it feeds that thoughts beliefs actions results loop that we were talking about the other day uh, in in positive ways so you kind of upward spiral into excellence rather than downward spiral into uh, some sort of pit of despair so uh, resilience you know like we were talking about is your ability to bounce back it's your ability to get up and and keep going after a setback hits you so uh, positive thinking in the clinical sense like in the APA psychology sense not like just like Norman Peel like think positive bro but like positive thinking like looking at optimism instead of despair and looking at um, 
looking at the future uh, with its opportunity rather than what you're afraid of and what you're anxious about. That type of positive thinking really helps with resilience because when you're when the setback hits you in life, takes you out of the knees and you hit the ground, then uh, when you start to get back up, you have someplace to go. Like you have a, a vision of what you're going to do next. And uh, even if it's maybe not necessarily reality, it's something that uh, can drive you to keep moving forward when uh, you, otherwise you wouldn't have anything to aim at as, as you go. So ways that positive thinking can uh, foster resilience. The positive thinking is, in general, it certainly contributes to building more of a resilient mindset, but there are specific ways that uh, positive thinking can be used to do, do the whole resilience thing. The, the list that I'm about to go over is a bunch of specific methods of positive thinking and how it deals with resilience. So one of the first tools in positive thinking, number one, is uh, reframing. Uh, reframing is a process that involves altering the the way we look at something, the way we view it, uh, certain situations, circumstance, any bullshit that comes across, uh, that we see it differently. So uh, positive reframing involves looking at the situations and circumstances typically deemed that are negative and challenging and intentionally choosing to seek out the positives of those situations and circumstances. So it's about constant consciously and intentionally shifting perspectives to adopt a positive one. So, like, if you're going to go out and you're going to meet up with uh, new people, right, and so you walk up to a table at a bar and there's two girls talking and, and you walk up and you and you say, hey, uh, I just want to meet you guys, you know, he goes, have a good night, and they, they say, um, we're talking, can you um, go fuck yourself? That is an event that you could look at, like, as a rejection and being like, oh, well, uh, they didn't like me because I wasn't cool enough and, you know, I never get any results and da da da. And you get this downward spiral of, like, self abuse and beating yourself up. And then it makes your behaviors as such, like, because you don't want to experience that again in the way that you perceived it, it makes it as such that you're not going to do it again. And it keeps you from doing the behavior that's going to chip away at the, the skill set of talking to new people. Well, Another way to look at it is, like, if you look at Jax's video on rejection, it was probably two weeks ago on the channel, um, like, How I Learned to Love Rejection, I think is what it's called. And he says, like, somebody who isn't compatible with you is not going to be compatible with you in the future, and they're going to make your life difficult and hard and waste a lot of time. And so when you get rejected, it's actually, uh, it's like, he's like, think God, that you rejected me now, so I didn't waste all this bullshit and, and keep somebody in my life that I wasn't going to click with anyway. And that type of thing is a reframe so that he actually upward spirals uh, into like, oh, being super grateful that they stopped wasting his time and then he goes on to find somebody more fun. Uh, and the same event happened to both perspectives, but if you choose the perspective that they did you a favor, uh, for telling you to leave because then you don't have to put up with them anymore. You're going to be okay behaviorally talking to new people again. You're just trying to find the right one who matches you. And that way of going about dealing with social contact without getting rejection is uh, far superior. And it's just a mindset shift. It's a, 
it's a perspective shift. You're reframing the situation. You're looking at the, like, like from a window frame type of thing. You're looking at the life through a different lens, even though it's the same scene. So um, doing that reframing can really change your behavioral motivation uh, on, you know, what you choose to do and what you don't choose to do. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, yeah, some research that says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, Kavanaugh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so people that reframe, reframe problems and viewed them with curiosity were more likely to solve problems and move forward as opposed to being defeated by the issue. So uh, that was a, a study done by this guy, Pannock, in uh, 2014. And I'll put the... Uh, the references to the articles in the description but the the people who are curious okay well this is a problem i haven't seen before i'm going to be curious about uh what other things other ways to solve it other ways to surmount the issues and, and and try to find a different solution they were more likely to go a find solutions and they were also more likely to be happier because they were still invested and intrigued by the problem rather than um, being defeated and, and giving up and and it they didn't go into uh, something where they were judging themselves they just kind of like okay well I don't know anything about this let's let's figure out what's next and they got incredibly curious and then they found themselves better solutions and so there's a lot of pride there's a lot of uh, there, uh, measurably there's a lot more happiness uh, with those people uh, and their ability to kind of get back up and bounce back, which is what resilience is, uh, was increased. So, like, if you if you reframe something into curiosity, especially according to the study, you're going to be a lot more resilient uh, when you're going out and doing stuff. From a practical example, we were talking about rejection, but we can talk about you know escalation on dates. We can talk about um, uh, pauses in conversation, things where you're going to get socially anxious. Uh, and then kind of just being curious about, okay, what else would work here? What other conversational topic can, can I use to be more intriguing? How can I build better rapport? Those kind of questions are going to be a lot, serve you a lot better than like, oh, this happens to me all the time and uh, like I'm just a piece of trash, right? You're going you're gonna to downward spiral from there. The second tool that positive psychology gives us is gratitude. Uh, like I said, I do this all the time and I talk about it in all sorts of videos because it's, it's really a true life hack to your mindset and your, your focus for the day. So like research suggests that people who spend a few minutes per day focusing on gratitude begin to develop a brain pattern automatically scanning for positive stuff versus negative stuff after approximately like three weeks. So if you practice this for like the typical 21 days, you're going to be more likely to see things in your environment that you can be grateful for, that you're thankful for, that you're appreciating because uh, you, you have it now that maybe you didn't feel like you didn't deserve it before, but now you have it. You're going to see that stuff, and this increases your resilience by changing your brain to automatically see things through a positive lens, see things in an optimistic way, project the future as brighter than you would have seen it before, and that's going to embrace hardships, help you embrace hardships a lot easier. When, um, like I said, just just like when you see an optimistic viewpoint and you see opportunity instead of defeat, it's the same thing where you, if, if you focus on something you're grateful for and then you start to notice all the things that you can be grateful for, it just expands, you know, like, like Tony Robbins says, what you focus on expands. And then uh, as you start to see the things that, that, 
you're really grateful for and you start seeing the positive things you start seeing opportunities in life and you can just train your brain to kind of like look at that side rather than the defeat side or rather than at the depression side and uh, so when you encounter something that's kind of out of the ordinary and it takes you out you can bounce back up because you see the world as a better place anyway you see the future as more opportunity anyway and speaking of opportunity the third point is uh, hopefulness and optimism if you embrace a hopeful and optimistic attitude, then it's another way to utilize positive thinking as a means of fostering resilience. So optimism and hope, like if you feel like, all right, it's all going to turn out or, you know, I hope it, but it turns out really, really well. And you have those viewpoints, those attitudes allow you to kind of envision possible good scenarios in the future and successful scenarios in the future. And it doesn't allow you to kind of obsess and think about and spiral down about the the bullshit that could happen or the or the bad things you can worry about you sort of cancel out worry by uh focusing on what's optimistic and generally like if you look at it from a spiritual perspective you can manifest what you focus on right uh if you if there are so many things in your environment for you to focus on and you focus on all of the negative things then you start to feel negative you start to feel uh, down and out and about and you start to limit yourself and your behavior and what you're allowed to do and then you don't give yourself permission to do the things that that are a little bit outside of your comfort zone and then you don't grow and then you you feel badly about not growing and then you keep going down 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 down, 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 down. but if you uh focus on the optimistic view of the future and like this thing could happen oh and yeah this is pretty awesome and uh that that could be great and you start to see opportunities you start to see um, the ways that things would turn out well. And then as you focus on those, you start to see those things happening as well. I'm in a class right now uh, with my buddy Ike, who's a, who's a money management guy. Uh, he talks about quantum uh, money management. And, and basically, there's all this energy moving around you. And his experience is that if you focus on, on the positive and the hopeful uh, when it comes to the manifestation of money, uh, you're going to find yourself more in that space than you are in the space of lack right uh, follow some of the Neville Goddard stuff it's like if you put yourself in the place where you're emotionally affected as if what you wanted was already there then you're going to feel those emotions and then you're gonna your, your, your behavior is gonna change your environment will shape around you where you you get more outcomes in the way and you see the ones that come across and appreciate them in a way that uh, you're going to not get if you focus on the negative, focus on the failure, focus on the bullshit. So uh, choosing optimism and hope, if you do it consciously over time, uh, it shapes your perspective. So you naturally see your challenges as something to be welcomed because they can lead to success and they can lead to new opportunities. So if you, you know, you hear that, that theory or that, what do you call it, the saying that uh, you, you either, you either, win or you learn right it's either it's either a victory or a lesson and if you look at the world this way then resilience is naturally increased because whenever you get a setback or you get a failure then you're like oh okay well that means i'm learning something and i won't make that mistake again and my next results are going to be better which leads to the hope and optimism and sends you up that upward spiral and you can bounce back and be more resilient because of uh, that perspective that you're looking at. If you believe that there's good that's going to come from what might be considered a bad or a or horrible situation, you're already on par to be more resilient because if you 
put yourself at the mental advantage of saying, look, I just learned something. It's going to get better now. Uh, then you can embrace the challenges more and you're willing to move into the next challenge because you know you're, you're better equipped because you learned something from the last one and you can adapt. So uh, with these three things, the gratitude, the uh, hopeful optimist, hopefulness and optimism and the, uh, the reframing, uh, you can see that uh, positive psych, positive thinking is really dovetailed with, with resilience. If you're, your ability to take the shit get up, keep moving, keep pushing forward. Uh, it's it's woven together with the ability to just kind of delusionally assume the future is going to be bright, be hopeful, be optimistic, and notice the opportunities where you can make life better rather than kind of wallowing in, in um, despair or uh, hopelessness or, or helplessness in against the situations that life has. Uh, you're going to you put yourself in a much better state, say, uh, if you're like, okay, well, I've been getting rejected every time I approach like five times. And then uh, if you start looking at like, well, the sixth one could be it. And, and uh, she looks fun. Let's go say her. You're bound to get, as you keep moving forward, uh, iterating on that process to get more positive reference experiences, which is going to support uh, you doing it more and you making better friends and you making better connections with people, you dating better. So um, your goal should be to find ways to implement and practice this type of positive thing stuff. The reframing, the hopefulness, the, um, the, uh, uh, my mind just blanked, what was it? It was gratitude, yeah. So reframing, hopefulness, and gratitude, if you practice those things mindfully and you're like, okay, I'm going to start doing that, uh, then you're going to be able to focus on the good that exists in line and in connection with the bad stuff that happens to you. And then uh, you can implement gratitude daily you can include gratitude in the moments in the day you can create kind of a habit that where you start to begin to see opportunities rather than pits of failure or despair if you uh if you start implementing this stuff over time it's not even that long like that study was 21 days start implementing this stuff over time then it's going to change the way you even approach challenges and how you navigate through uh all of the stuff that you run into that seem to be like obstacles and if you expect that they're going to change for the better as you change your approach then you're going to continue to iterate grow and learn new stuff that's going to make you more effective at bouncing back from hardships quicker and easier with better overall outcomes and better connections with other people uh, it, I would, so many of my students, they, they come in in the beginning and they're like, you know, I've been beaten down by life. I, I get rejected all the time and I don't know how to talk. And, 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 you know, maybe I just need to find a girl who could put up with my personality, but I don't know how to find them because I don't know where they hang out. And, da, 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 da. and like, they're just kind of wallowing in this, this, look, man, I just don't have any power over this. I don't have any control over this. It's like, okay, great. You're like, we get it. But there's also things in the environment that you do have control over. Like if you approach and you don't look creepy and you hold eye contact and you come across confident and you, you bring some value to the situation, they're going to respond as if you were carrying value instead of trying to suck the life out of them. Uh, and, and you're going to get fav more favorable responses, right? Um, but it, you have to kind of stop focusing on the negative bullshit and start focusing on what could happen, like the positive stuff that could happen, the uh, the hopeful things that you, that could happen. If you start focusing on those things, you start to see opportunities for what they are, rather than 
uh, as setbacks or as barriers to uh, being happy or, or getting what you want. So uh, that's all positive psychology affects resilience. Uh, tomorrow we're doing some more resilience stuff. And uh, so I'll see you then. We do this every day, so I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, stay awesome.